Dixie. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Too Much Dip in the New Stew. My name is Dave. It's Monday. Everybody's feeling good. Vibes are good. We got big game Brett in the building. Hi, Brett. Hey, Dave. KJ's here, too. I've been here. Yeah, I know. Some people were wondering where I was. I've been here. Grinding. Uh, you know, we'll get to that. A lot of people were wondering where you were. Maybe on Saturday. Maybe. Dylan's here as well. So over here, daydreaming about where the new NFL stadium is going in Austin, as I am so excited for Austin to get an NFL team uh, from the great state of New York. Well, okay, I guess we'll just jump right in. No, we don't have to. No, I'm just I'm telling kidding. you what's on my mind right now. I'm just pretty, pretty thrilled. I like to get, I like to, uh, to get upset about people doing that, even though it's what I do Monday and Wednesday, and I guess Thursday, <laughs> on circling back every day. You are the most guilty of it when we do a Bachelor episode or a Bachelorette. People like that. Sometimes we're like, I don't know if we're going to have enough material today, so let's banter for like a good 15 minutes before we get into it. And Dave's just like, man, this Carl guy's a real dickhead. Like, we're off the top. No, I'm Team Carl. I guess we're talking about it. I'm Team Carl. Been Team Carl. Shadow Boxer. Shadow Boxer. Not enough head movement. Going to get KO'd moving (laughs) in like that. But still, I like Carl. I like. You are the only one in the world. Well, look, I'm trying to talk sports here, and you're over here doing, I guess, Bachelorette is a sport kind of you know business is a sport as well we can talk business if you want we can you guys are arguing teases versus cross promotions this little business lingo also also it's the first tmd in the new stew oh just saying it's new stew monday it out new stew monday we're kind of feeling it out uh we were kind of realized like an hour into circling back maybe we should have done a test (laughs) pod because like i mean it was good but it was like I, i found myself like how much? What? What? What angle? Like, you I look at Dylan. At me, man. I couldn't stop looking at Will's computer screen. Uh, <laughs> what was on it? Brett, Brett's over here. He can see I'm trying to make a tea time on Friday. I've got, I got all the tabs <laughs> over. Where, where are you going, dog? I got too many tabs. Uh, Wolf Dancer. Oh, Ooh. sick. Uh, yeah. I'll. We'll see if we can. I didn't get catch one. that invite. I guess. Man. Well, I was gonna. Yeah. <clears throat> That's too cool. much dip doing well. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Friday, right? It's not that bad. Okay. It's not that bad, pal. Uh, Brett's here to talk. Uh, the story that Dylan alluded to, the Austin Bills. But before we get to that, I want to implore everyone to go to Too Much Dip on Twitter. That's dip with two Ps and follow it. Also, if you have uh, other forms of social media like Instagram, Dylan, Too Much Dip Podcast on IG. How about that? I am on the Grom, yes. And uh, check out Meat Smokers Only. It's kind of a, it's a passion a sport, project. It's a sports-adjacent passion project. Yeah. I think that's the only way to put it. And And – Pretty much, if you have like a pop up or like you're grilling something dope, I'll post your shit. It hurts care. nobody. Hurts nobody. Some people are saying we uh, helped lead to three straight, three consecutive days of selling out uh, for not the worst. So that could be you. Shout out to Brick. Not yeah. used to KJ being on my right. It's a little bit. I know it's a little, a little different. I don't you feel look uh, tiny. I don't have to look into his steely dark a eyes. A puma brand. This is a too much dip. Yeah, we sold uh, those. I know, but yeah. I know that they were made by Puma. Oh yeah, dude. I actually Facts. I retrofitted that and threw like the Black Panther logo on. Okay, it's just in a different <laughs> position, uh, just to make you feel better about it. How do my arms look next to KJ over here? <laughs> Dude, you you look significantly. I'm really I I'm glad KJ's not next to me because I perfectly would, tiny. I would just be the, the tiniest guy. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna sit up. I will bit. say the thought that went into it for me is we knew we would have Brett here for the jump off. Uh, but he would be able to exit stage left, if you will. I'm just full of the business lingo today. Just show teams and show biz, whatever it is. Um, 
it make it easier for his dismount. So you know, we'll see if these these seats. Maybe we rotate. We'll figure this shit out. I want an episode where you run the board and host. Oh well, we'll see. The people uh, the people have been asking for more. Actually, the people have just been asking for me to follow through on showing up to an event I alluded Ooh. to being at. <laughs> we had a, we had a meetup on Saturday. Uh, shout out to Eisenhower's. And um, everybody, Brett, you know, who drove back in town from Houston, mm-hmm. made an appearance, was the promo guy, de facto promo guy. Yep. Then left 45 minutes in to get to a wedding, which he did make. Mm-hmm. He made it. Um, it did. And somebody the Tres Leches was phenomenal, by the way. That's three milks yeah, in there Spanish. Are three, no, there are three milks in that. Right. It's crazy how they do that. I only fuck with Trace Minerals. Really? Mm. Yeah. I fuck with Trace Comas. There we go. There it is. <laughs> Trace Eleven's pretty good. So where, why, why did you no show? Why'd you ghost us? Combine all the hours that Brett spent in a car, there and back. You add those together, I still wouldn't have made it here in time. I was in the uh, wonderfully dusty city of Lubbock, Texas, for my brother-in-law's. Was there uh, a haboob? Beautiful this time of year. Uh, it was ugly this time of year too. Surpri- it was a shockingly ugly uh, city. Normally a very beautiful town. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> It uh, it's changed quite a bit since I've been there. Grown by about thirty thousand people, I found out suburban sprawl to the max. Like it reminds me of what people allude to, like Phoenix looking like. But anyways, Did you go south of the loop, bro. Exactly, I was south loop the whole time. Southwest of the loop. Is it still a dry That's county? Miles stomping no. grounds. There okay. are liquor stores throughout, but the strip, I think, is still a thing. There's like spotlights that were going on when we were rolling in at night, so I assume it's still a thing, unless strip clubs just bought them out. Probably. Um, but, no, my brother-in-law is uh, starting med school. So they had a white coat ceremony uh, kind of for the commencement event. Uh, and, you know, we went out there to support the fam. Very cool. But, uh, it was planned quite a while ago. We missed you. I, I did everything short of trying to file temporary paperwork to get out of this. Um, like a petition? You know, maybe like a uh, like a separation order for like a mm-hmm. 48 hour separation order could have gotten you a tro there we go i like i'd want to go home afterwards but mm-hmm. now i I'm, i wanted to fulfill my fatherly and family duties i'm sorry i was not there to support the backers for tmd's public uh debut if you will i had more than a few people ask me where you were oh i appreciate that i'm glad Brittany missed me oh wow she did that is so where's my kj <laughs> he's just saying where's my kj I, I do want to interject and just i i did hear people say at the meetup that this one is in fact for dippy so there were I, there might have been some tmd only exclusive wow. people there that were excited to see there's a lot of them out there on. they don't listen to anything else in wash except for too much dip <laughs> right. there's a lot of that it's crazy but we we appreciate we appreciate all listeners personally well, i know i wasn't in austin but you know who might be soon Josh Allen? Ever heard of him? Ooh, hard pit. Hey, I've already ordered my jersey. The Austin Bills. <laughs> Sick. This Okay, Brett, uh, you're – look, I'm known as the Western New York guy, but you are the real Western New York-ish guy. You're a Western New York guy's guy. I'm a Western New York guy. Okay. Wow. Thank you. Is that fair? Region 3. I'm your favorite Western New York guy's favorite Western New York guy guy. Okay. Yeah, this is the Buffalo, the Buffalo Roundup segment which will be recurring i'm sure uh yeah there, there's there's some there's some things going on specifically with the owners terry and kim padula the worst owners in sports let me anoint them that today there is a uh a, not a, a plan is the wrong word but there's been a threat levied to the nfl by the pagulas owners of padula sports and entertainment <laughs> owners of the the bills saying that uh wait one second before you go further they also own 
something near and dear to you aside from bills yeah right? the buffalo sabers okay that's that's also mm. correct go saves man because i was gonna say I, I would say that the rangers might have the worst ownership in sports but then now that i know that they have two teams that they want to uh, destroy yeah <laughs> no they have two teams and they they can't apparently cannot afford either one right love it so there are the uh, the bills i don't want there was no filing there was just a a, a rumor posed by a threat to leave for austin okay in the event that they don't get their $1.5 billion stadium project 100% publicly financed by New York State. There's precedent here. From whomst, David? Um, I, I'm not going to say it's 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 directly comparable. Like D- Duncanville oh, Little League? Well, no. Rangers? <laughs> yeah, the Rangers. The Rangers, I mean, like this is something that comes up when teams like want – leverage in a negotiation they'll be like oh we're gonna move we're gonna go to austin everybody's moving to austin why not us yeah if they don't get like 60 percent of the stadium public they terry padula has a network of 5.4 billion dollars just built a 75 million dollar yacht called top five two because he already has a first one and he can't he, he can't pony up any money <laughs> he wants it 100 percent publicly financed by new york state which is out fucking rages you know dave you know what i'm just gonna say it I think billionaires should build their own fucking stadiums. Wow, that's wow. a take. He went there. Or at least put up a, a, a fucking nickel of it. Buffalo the Nickel City. Shouts to Nickel City in Austin, a great <laughs> Buffalo sports bar. But my God, this is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Go- Tom Galasano, by the way. The Bills are never moving to Austin. Galasano. Galasano. Drag, drag these people. Galasano. Tommy Galasano. Galasano. Uh, Be more Italian. <laughs> you can't. You just can't. He has his own children's hospital in Rochester. All right. Fantastic. Apologize for joking. He sold the bills to Terry Pagula under the one. There's a there's a literal contractual clause that the bills will never leave Buffalo. So this is a pipe dream to begin with. Okay. This was back like Orchard Park uh, or whatever the stadium. The Ralph. Yes. Thank you, KJ. Before the current. Mr. Wilson was a great man. Yeah. So the the bills aren't moving, but. They, they need to have this sort of leverage and this threat in place so they don't have to, to pony up cash to, pay, to build a new stadium on the same exact site. Now, there's been some conversation whether or not the Bills should go downtown with the stadium okay. or stay in the burbs in Orchard Park. I think they should build the stadium right over Niagara Falls. <laughs> but Niagara Falls retreats by like a foot a year. It would be very tough. Yeah, I'm not saying it would be the best idea. I'm just saying I think that's what they should do just to get eyeballs. <laughs> be a ticking time bomb, dude. Yeah, you know. Climate change. Just build it right where the booze cruise occurred. The Maid of the Mist. There you go. I've seen the show. Thank you. Anyway. Okay, can I talk about it from an Austin guy's perspective? So let's assume this is real and it were to happen. Assume the the threat is certainly real. I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, obviously. Of course. Of course. Um, But as an Austin guy who's been, like, clamoring for a, not soccer, a real sport to move here. um, Okay. I'm at least (laughs) excited that Austin is, like, one of the, like, Cities used to leverage shit like this. You are at least not, we're in the conversation now. You're the and cute. now we have a soccer team, and I think it's been pretty well received by the city of Austin. I think people are behind them somewhat. I don't know that NFL is going to happen for Austin at any point. Mm-hmm. Uh, as because long as Jerry of, Jones is alive, Jerry or any Jones member of the Jones family lives three hours north happen. of here, and of course we have the University of Texas, which is uh, a lot of people say they have a lot of pool in the city of Austin, and that's of course accurate, but. I'm hopeful that something's going to happen in some other sport that I care about. But if the Bills were to move here, and as much as I love my Dallas Cowboys, and I do love them, David, Man, I'm buying a Josh Allen. I am, I'm flipping, I'm flipping fandom 
immediately when that happens. I don't blame you. And yeah, I think Austin sooner or later you. will have another pro sports team. I would guess hockey. I would love anything. hockey. I would be so all the way in on hockey or baseball or basketball or, and it's a pie dream, but football. I Soccer agree. Just doesn't do anything NBA fun. won't happen too close to the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Um, NHL is a possibility. Yeah, that makes NHL, sense. Austin started to they've they're the cute girl from not the the. Let me let me rephrase here. Let's go. They're the girl who you see ten years after high school who's really really cute. Now you're like, whoa, y'all had a little bit of a come up, right? And that's Austin is running in those circles now. Yes. Wait. So which where, I'm excited. Where is Austin in this analogy? Cute little girl. Or the cute little girl. She had a cute little girl. Yeah, was, Dylan said it, and I just repeated. She had it. a glow up. She had a glow up. Okay. And now okay. you want to you try and get in there. Okay. <laughs> like her DMs. I mean. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to slide. All right. Yeah, slide up. Why don't you? Son? Um. I'm excited. How do you think Cole Beasley would do in Austin? That's the real question. I'm new Austin. He might do better than like say 20 years ago. I would say that. Yeah. Correct. I would say. Uh, <laughs> Cole from uh, North Texas would do quite well down here simply because he'd probably be hosting a, like, Liberty Bash. I say <laughs> Crenshaw Liberty Bash? Exactly. Dude. I say this uh, in total jest as, as uh, I won't say, like, oh, Cole is a friend of mine. No, we were once listed on the same roster in which he performed and contributed to stats that, you know, were uh, on for that team. Uh, I was just a part of the roster. Um, nothing that he's done of late shocks me. Uh, I would not be excited to bring him to my town if I like. Don't send him to Jacksonville, please. Won't you tell me that you lit him up? That kid is Make quick. That kid is very fast. Is he going to be? Is he going to play this season? Yes. But okay. Yeah, him, Emmanuel, Stefan Diggs would be a great little wide receiver trio. They've got okay. Emmanuel Sanders, also an SB Mustang. Just saying. I'm. I, I don't. It's not going to happen, but. You mentioned NHL. Are the Kraken the 31st team? Kraken are the 32nd team. 32nd team. So it would have to be a move, not an okay. expansion. Who's the so team? So they on were the balancing the after Las There's Vegas. There's a few. Columbus. David. Columbus. They're thrown around, but the owners got a lot of pull. They're a lot of money. Carolina. Oh, it's going to happen. At potential. Some point. Potential. In the next, um, the maybe next seven Bay. years. In the next seven years, something will pop off. Florida. The Panthers currently <laughs> play in Sunrise. Okay. That's the biggest joke yeah, that doesn't, of the situation ever. And the Arizona Coyotes. Formerly the Phoenix Coyotes. Correct. The rebrand has not helped anything. No. No, it has not. They are going back to the, the uh, Kachina jersey, though, which is the cool... The Kitchenette? No. Oh, Kachina? Kachina? Both of those things I'm staying Chinese away from. chicken? I, I don't know okay. what you're It's, it's about. the, the, the <laughs> coyote with the hockey ladies. stick. In the coyote with the hockey stick. Yeah, that's, with the somehow, that's somehow called a kachina. I don't, I'm lost. I'm sorry. Can somebody look that up? Like, <laughs> I, I, okay, <laughs> look up K-A-C-H-I-N-A. That is not China. how you spell my name. Jersey. I didn't pronounce spell my name correctly either, by the way. Hopi kachina. I think I just... <laughs> a kachina is a spirit in the religious beliefs of the Pueblo peoples, Native Thank American you. cultures, located in the southwestern part of the United States. Obviously, in the Pueblo culture, kachina, in my opinion, uh, rites are practiced by the Hopi, the Zuni, Hopi Tua, and certain Carson uh, Ker- tribes. Obviously, okay. <laughs> well, in most Pueblo tribes in New Mexico. So yeah, yes. it's like common sense. Everybody knows that stuff. So and the Jersey has still don't know what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Pueblo- <laughs> Artistry. What are you talking about here? Okay. 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 I, 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 totally, I well, just told you what apologies I Apologies to our friends uh, with the association. <laughs> what? 
Like the, the coyotes. I think we're celebrating. Okay, the coyotes yes. association. Yeah. I thought you were saying like the indigenous no, 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 people's no. association. The coyotes, because I don't I'm I, I I genuinely cannot picture this, but I I've seen it. It looks like a little cartoon Wiley coyote, but Yeah. Like, and the jerseys know. are awesome. You would recognize Is it hella cute? Uh it's kinda tight. They're not gonna win anymore with it. They lost Gretzky to going back to uh, hockey night in America. He got yeah, the bag, didn't he? He's doing mm-hmm. some ESPN work. Or TNT work. It's one of the two. Is he any good? No. He's going to be like Barkley. He's going to be terrible. Uh, he's Wayne Gretzky, so he has pull. But he, <laughs> like, he's just milk toast opinion-wise. I think they should milk do toast? what they did like with Dion, and it's just like a family affair. Just roll him as family out there, and then he can do the show. I just want well, when the TNT basketball family. crew to do the hockey stuff. I think that would be fun. Barkley on ice. Boy, how those the names would not. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck trying to do hockey names. Taylor Cinco. <laughs> That's Shaq, I guess. Ah. <laughs> uh, Excuse me. So yeah, this, is, this isn't happening, but it is fun to to think about like uh, a pro sports team. FC Austin would not, they would not like this. Mm. They sure. would really. They're oh, trying no, to. Oh no! Well, they got to score some goals first. It's like the seventh best league, the Austin, soccer league in the world. The Austin. Okay. okay. Um, it's true. I would I would bet NHL is coming to Austin before anybody else, if not MLB. But I think that might be a move Ooh, involved. MLB too. would be sick. when I was in Oklahoma City. Not to brag, but I lived there for a few years. That's, um, that's not bragging. The rumor was that the A's sent out an architect, <laughs> like a guy to like check out where the, the Red Hawks play, their triple A team in Bricktown. Okay. I think it's the Red Hawks. They like do the specs on the on the stadium to see if it could be like uh, outfitted for like a major league. And that like people were going with it. This is like twenty twelve. Like, dude, the A's are gonna move here. Mm-hmm. And the A's are always brought up that's as true. a team to relocate. And I am always like, dude, it's never it's just not gonna happen. It's certainly not gonna happen in OKC. And then OKC got the uh, Seattle Sonics. Yeah, that's a that's a yeah. Katrina had something to do with that though. I feel like that was the like Jersey? a consolation prize for New Orleans Hornets got washed out during Katrina. They had to move to OKC during an emergency situation. They turned out so well that when another area came out for an opportunity, it was because of that like relationship that with the NBA already. And Aubrey McClendon had some cash. Right, not Aubrey Marcus. No. Was that was T Boone not a part of that? Not Aubrey Huffy. I'm sure he probably was in some form or fashion, but it yeah. was Aubrey, it was Chesapeake Energy money, I want to say. That and now the Mr. Mr. No Mr. longer Pickens. Chesapeake. Big no oil. longer. No, no longer. I actually was talking to a listener about that. A lot idea. of that kind of <laughs> hit a dead end at some point. But we talk, um, I like to talk oil and gas with the listeners. <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of a thing about me at meetups. Um anything else on this? Well Brad, thank you for bringing the take yeah. in. I'm not kicking you off, but I just want to thank you for bringing the take in. Oh, I was in. going to. But oh, go okay. ahead. I just, I just want to, uh, <laughs> while we're doing the Buffalo, the yeah, I'm positively recurring uh, Buffalo sports roundup. The Pagulas, like I mentioned before, Terry and Kim. Uh, Terry, by the way, Kim is his second wife. Met her at a uh, diner where she was a waitress. Okay, all this go. feels every like, time I talk red red about the Pagulas, we get back to this diner, this and I love like it. A red herring. Now she is the president of the Sabers. So what are you saying? She's not qualified. She's, wow. she's unqualified. She's the president she's, of Pecola Entertainment. Not Sports, I'm whatever. one million percent saying she's not qualified. Why do you hate to see a girl boss winning? Is it because she's not qualified? She's if one she of was only qualified, eight I'd be her add, I'm adding a quick note to run it back. Brett hates girl bosses. <laughs> unqualified. <laughs> unqualified. <laughs> What's, girl how did the Pagulas make their money, or how did he make his money? Uh, natural gas. Mm. Okay. He it's drills. Just, he he just he doesn't give two farts what's in the ground. He's he's. Crushing shale like it's his job, and is it was. A, is he just fracking? Cracking and fracking. He, oh yeah, absolutely. They call him the frack daddy. North Central there. PA no, they don't. is no, they don't. Very big on that uh, shale. Is he, he, he's a you know one of the American success stories. Didn't have a lot growing up. 
drilled a well, found some gas, found some oil, sold it for billions of dollars. You're launching a new website called Total Frack Move. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't keep that. I don't know. Probably terrible You know, from what it sounds like, you probably found a few uh, glory holes, too. Okay. Anyway. Come on, man. What are you doing? The, you guys know Jack Eichel? Dylan, you're a big Jack Eichel Oh, guy. yeah. The Ike man. Yes, the Eichster. Uh, <laughs> be careful. <laughs> uh, the... He's he's rumored, and by rumored, for sure being traded from the Buffalo Sabres, Dave. Yeah, I saw our friend Pete Blackburn. Uh, he was in Buffalo. He was in Buffalo yeah. for some reason. For some reason. Yeah, I saw him tweeting about the it. The Stars are definitively not in the conversation for Jack, unfortunately. Good, don't the, care. The Golden Knights are, Dylan. They're still in the rumors. The Eichster? Yeah. Let's go. Um, but the Padulas won't let him, and by the Padulas I mean the Sabres, won't let him get a surgery that is unanimously decided upon as the best course of action to fix a herniated disc in his neck. Reason being that no NHL player has ever done it before, but Chris Weidman, David, of UFC fame, mm-hmm. okay. has had it performed on him and then fought people in a fucking Combat. octagon. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. That's interesting. So what, what's, the, what's the alternative? Just play through it? Fusion. Oh, so we're getting into spinal fusion, vertebrae, yes. tiger territory. Different, Correct. Different spot on the back, but still. They want Jack, a 24-year-old elite athlete. I don't like this. To fuse vertebrae in his neck, which will probably require surgery down the line again. Yep. Yeah. And could potentially take mobility out of his game or, and, and keep him out for six months minimum. Or you get this surgery, the artificial disc replacement. And he's done in six weeks. He's he's fine, he's fine. And they're just they won't let him do it. They won't now. They, they they he's a damaged asset, so they can't trade him for his full value. And they're they, they the trade won't go through because they refuse to get anything less than his full healthy value. So we're at this fucking stalemate that has no end in sight, <laughs> other than he has to be traded by July first next year because that's when his no move clause kicks in. And he then he then he decides where he's traded. So, so things are going well in Buffalo. How do you feel about like Let's get this guy a hockey podcast? Sushi already. burritos. The, what do you mean? I just want to make sure you're not just anti fusion and you're just like right. upset for the Damn. trajectory Damn. of his KJ, career. You know I will mess up Korean barbecue <laughs> any day of the week and twice on Sunday, dude, this but this guy. is different. Uh, I got to take. Mike, if we're going to talk fusion, let me just. I got to take. You guys ready for this? Uh, barbecue. <laughs> barbecue <laughs> pairs better with. Barbecue pairs better with tortillas than bread. I'm just saying. Oh my god. Do not. What are you doing? Tortillas can't even soak up the sauce, Dave. No, David, I'll I'll soak up, I want to soak up the sauce. Walk. Do a lap around the studio. I won't. Come back I'm, I'm and, fucking and running the board. I can't let's take a regroup. lap. <laughs> let's regroup. <laughs> the board will be fine. It's recording. No. Tortillas, the, the, the fusion of Tex-Mex with barbecue is the top-tier fusion, and it's my favorite fusion. Are you going to maintain this take when Valentina's leaves you high and dry here soon? Because people don't realize uh, places move into Kyle or Buda? Buda. Same they thing. put in like a skyscraper or some shit up York, where the old yeah. one is. Putting up a parking lot. There you go. No, I don't. Probably, probably condos. Okay. You got to think. Niche South Austin take uh, following here. Uh, I believe Kyle's getting to Costco. There you go. <laughs> Unnecessary <laughs> news for the rest news. of the nation. Wow. That's huge for everybody Dude. listening. That is crazy. Well, Buffalo Brett. I, uh, I appreciate you allowing us to Thank toy you. with your emotions and the unlikelihood of you losing your childhood uh, team. Shout out to Cornelius Bennett and Don Beebe, Thurman Thomas, Oklahoma State, State great. I'm and sorry that the... Uh, what's left of Jim? Kelly. Sorry that the Pagulas have such oh, goodness, direct control KJ. of your 
emotions at all times. <laughs> I'm still rattled by. No, I think. I mean this anyway, in a good way. He's a great man. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, KJ. Thank you, Dave, for having me on. I wanted to one thing before in, this could be a sports party segment. Evander, Plug the melt. Evander Kane. Uh, you know him. Yeah. San Jose Shark. Evander Kane. Love that name. Is millions of dollars in debt. As a professional athlete, still on a, a seven-year, $49 million contract. Has this been confirmed? Uh, dude was gambling, gambling on his game. Allegedly confirmed? No. He, he said his wife told the internet yeah. that he was. And he is uh, pretty good source. very bankrupt, $1.7 million in gambling debt. So the story goes that he had such a big gambling debt, he was going to do he was gonna throw a game and say, here's my payback, bet on this. Oh, and I'll, so and I'll I'll get you one time. We're talking Pete better. Rose shit here, man. Yeah, but betting to loot. Pete Rose bet to win. I'm all for that. He's he, Evander. Do we believe that? Wow. Well, I believe where there's smoke, there's fire. I don't believe mm. his side where there's nothing. I don't believe her side where it's everything. I probably somewhere in the middle. I believe the person who's posted both statement and statement two on two different tents of paper on their notes app and pinned them to their Twitter page. That'd be one Evander Kane. He's, Not a good he's, uh, he's pulling the my ex-wife is crazy card. She is gaslighting. The, I don't like that. She is pulling mm. the obviously he's going to say I'm crazy, but he's going to casinos on his off days instead of coming home to see his daughter. So, like, who do we think is the, the, the guy's got to get his juice somewhere? <laughs> got to roll some dice. Yep. Okay. Thank you for the vaccine message, OJ Simpson. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you, Brad. Maybe we'll have you back on one it's day. It's always talk hockey man. and plug uh, your new. Venture, if you have one. Oh, yeah, go what, check what, out the NHL trade melt. Uh, oh, the melt! Can you melt again? We're soon? gonna we're gonna melt uh, after the Eichel after the Eichel trade goes down. This keep place an eye is out. buzzing when you're melting. I'll say it. Cool. Thank I can't you. wait till I get invited on to talk stars. But you know, until that day, I guess I'll just watch from afar, Brett. Wow. Thanks, I do. I own a jersey, so I, I clearly have a lot from the L and LHL. LNH? Wow. LNH, yeah. correct. Yes, it is. Thank you, Brett. The well, long mic is Brett, point. so I can turn it down. <clears throat> it's hard to say. It's I'm not going to mess with it. Two. I, okay. I don't know I'm just testing over you here know, so you know gonna what mess. mic I am. It's two, dog. I'm going to leave it on. I'm not gonna, it hurts nobody. It might hurt somebody. Grossly, All right. Well, Ooh, let's try to... Um, goodness gracious. You want to hit... Baseball or F one? Let's do let's do a little trade deadline. Okay. Let's do a little let's do some trade MLB, action. and then we'll uh, we'll bring on our next guest. Of course, it's the time of year when teams in contention will over overspend on players to make a run, and teams that are shitty will sell off their superstars. That glorious time of year that is the trade deadline. Yeah. Um, you guys might be shocked to learn I have not followed um, Major League Baseball that closely this year. Um, for a couple reasons. Because the Rangers are absolutely atrocious. It's not only that, and it's not the fact that they don't really seem to have a great plan for the rebuild. <laughs> it's more more the fact that uh, I can't really uh, watch the games. Oh, yeah. Due to uh, having YouTube TV and being a fan of YouTube TV, but uh, due to the ongoing uh, dispute between Bally's Sports and whatever that used to be Fox Sports all the whole deal. I don't get the games here and I'm you're not going to ever catch me streaming a baseball game unless it's like a World Series game on my laptop. I can't do 3 hours on a laptop. Well, I'm not so happy to inform you the Rangers did make a couple of moves, Dave. No, no, yes. And the one guy that I love on the team, the one guy that I could name on the team. There you can name more than one. The one guy I can name on the team. <laughs> Joey Gallo is now a New York Yankee, David. Cleanly shaven and he looks like 
not so great. Because <laughs> he looked great with his beard. He had a strong beard. Now He's he not, does not have one. No. Look, and I look. I, you want to talk about the the Yankees' rule about we, facial hair? Well, how, do we did we figure out if the stash is allowed? This, I believe a a uh, a manicured stash is allowed. Which I don't know what, why these guys don't do that more often. Um, but the hair's got to be a certain length, and no uh, no beards, no goatees, no sideburns. I believe visible tattoos are probably out. You'd have to imagine. I think those are allowed. How could they possibly? I guess they make them cover it up. Yeah, I mean, I know that Josh really? Hamilton had tattoos. So did he play for the Yankees? Um, no, but I'm saying there are teams in baseball in which there would have tattoos. Shown, there are so. there are baseball players with tattoos. But I tattoos. can't think of a Yankee That's who has good had point. like a sleeve tat. You know. Uh, fair point. If I'm remembering right, all players, coaches, and male executives are forbidden to display any facial hair other than mustaches, except for religious reasons. And scalp hair may not be grown below the collar, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, speak, we talked about this earlier. Don Mattingly, I believe he openly defied the Yankees management's uh, request for him to cut his hair. Mm. Bad boy. N- noted must- mustache guy, though. No, he is a noted. He's the other he mustache guy besides mustache. me. Yeah. It's also, you and Don Mattingly. That's it. Honestly, I uh, I've told the Don Mattingly story. Don Mattingly story before. He uh, he once gave me a hey kid in the uh, old Arlington Stadium. That is awesome. Running a lap, hey kid. Well, meant a lot, Don. Thank you. Biggest sellers at the trade deadline, I'd say, I guess, are the Cubs. Sold off or sold off. <laughs> traded. Uh, Andrew Rizzo. Why am I blanking on his first name? Anthony. Anthony Rizzo. Anthony. Thank you. I don't know why. First baseman from Very the Cubs. Italian. Uh, Chris Bryant. Hey. Chris Bryant and Javier Baez. Uh, Rizzo Who? to the Yankees. Bryant to the. To the Giants and bias to the Mets. By the way, all three of those guys, literally all three of them, hit home runs in their debuts with their new teams. That was to rub uh, it in a little bit. That was pretty shocking, especially to see. I mean, Chris Bryant's bat's still been decent. Uh, I mean, he had value. He's just not what I think he was being sold as when he came in the league his first few years. Uh, and then also Marisnik too. The Padres was also uh, you know moves the needle a little bit, but not for the Padres. Uh, Dodgers got Matt. I don't know why I'm blanking all these names. Matt Scherzer. 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 Um, monochrome. I love that. Monochromatic or what, what do they call that? What? One green eye, one blue eye. Um, I think it's monochrome. I don't know. Somebody will. one. Yeah, somebody will know what it is. I'm sorry. I'm, fa- I'm failing you right now. And Danny Duffy also got shipped away. Or I'm sorry, they all uh, went to the Dodgers. I've By the way, to clarify, backwards. it is Max. Scherzer. Max, I don't know. I'm sorry. Did dude. somebody say Matt? You got to understand. I can uh, tell you which of these players now play for the Pirates in 2022 on MLB The Show, owned by KJ Ellis. Uh, and it confirm. makes me not feel so bad about having Joey Gallo in the outfield and Francisco Lindor at shortstop. Wow. But that's not what Look the at real you. Life situation Look at you, is. baseball guy. Uh, <laughs> I I follow a lot of Chicago sports people. Mm-hmm. Chicago's a big market. You guys might know that. Probably top five. Chi-Town. Chi-Town. They've got two teams. And uh, I watching the, the videos of like, um, you know, I don't know if it was Rizzo. Whoever it was, like, uh, not Rizzo. Oh, Chris Bryant getting the call. The yeah, dugout. getting the call yeah. in the dugout. And I was like, man, I was thinking like, all right, if this was like Rain, uh, Rangers like 2014, it was Beltre or something getting moved, that I would be I would be devastated. I mean, imagine like these guys were – Major pieces to right. that they are, team. It would be like Mavs getting rid of like there goes Ted. Well, they did, they they did just, not bring the team back, but getting rid of Dirk. They shipped all of the them. other guys. They yeah. shipped all of them. I it's guess wild. I respect the move. Clean house. It would hurt. I don't know what if, if this was if this is being if people are just mad because it's like sentimental, like that pain, or if it's like a bad baseball move. I don't think it is. It's probably the pain, like the cathartic feeling, like okay, the window's closed. Like but we're also, we're gonna wait, rebuild. We'll be back. Like in it six only took years. the Mavs nine years to. 
And I think some of these guys are like fairly young and like have yeah. you would uh, imagine by, pretty great careers ahead of them. So to to ship them out for uh, some picks and some money or whatever, I don't know what that all they got for so, them in exchange, but players like Baez, Gertzer, like they're movable parts because the teams didn't want to pay another big contract to these players, but they're going to be with the new teams for probably the next two months, just for this run. Um, which getting to that, looking at the uh, playoff run, we got about two months left. I think playoffs start like the first week of October. White Sox leading the national or leading baseball, I should say, overall in the AL. Astros, Red Sox, Rays, and Yankees in terms of percentage odds to make the playoffs uh, by Fangraphs. Those are your leaders to make the uh, playoffs. The NL, a little bit tighter of a race because you have the Dodgers, Giants, Brewers, Padres, and Mets uh, not far behind. Reds, Phillies still with a shot. The Braves kind of have a weird situation because obviously Acuna, um, Ronald Acuna Jr. got hurt this year, and then Ozuna got some Dom Vi uh, situations. They added a couple pieces, but Dom Vi. That's it's not gonna probably not gonna pan out. Uh, the Gallo thing. I think it would be better if there were one prospect that I was like that people were like that's that's the guy they got back and like that's the promising one. But like, oh, yeah. there's been kind of differing opinions on if the Rangers who won or lost the trade, <laughs> and it's like, but it's just. I don't. You guys are going to be shocked to know I don't follow the Yankees farm system that closely. <laughs> right. I know it's very deep. That much I do know. And the big argument was like, how many top ten players did they get? Did the Rangers get? Did they get any top ten prospects? You know, some Baseball America says yes. They say the 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 ratings are outdated. They haven't been updated for this season. I don't know. And you know what? We're probably not going to know for like four years. And that's what really <laughs> fucking sucks yeah. about baseball. Baseball is a slow-moving farm system yeah. process. Yeah. And you're talking to a guy who waited on Profar for like eight years. And he just and they brought him up and put him back down and then like brought him up again. And, and he was okay. And then now we're, where is he? Is he in Oakland? Oakland San or Diego? San Diego? San Diego. Because I think he was on the team that no-hit the Rangers. So, yeah, that would have been San Very Diego cool. at the beginning of the season. Very sick. Uh, yeah, two months. <laughs> Baseball is the only uh, major sport in the U.S. going on after the Olympics wrap up this week, so uh, I'll be tuning in a little bit more. Um, I'm, I'm very happy and proud of myself for not making any Josh Hamilton-related jokes there, but let's shift our focus over to the Olympics. Is it time? Not quite time, okay. Okay. but I know that uh, uh, all of us have just been glued to our TV sets. I've been champing at the bit to talk Olympics with you, Dylan. <laughs> Me specifically. Yeah. Can Very I lead cool. us off with an apology? Okay. My coverage of the swimming events last week was probably the worst segment of uh, sports coverage I'd done in the last year. Damn. I butchered names, butchered stories, and worst off, like, I completely got two people mixed up with saying, like, flippantly that Caleb Dressel, I didn't say him by name because I couldn't remember his name, did poorly. Dude hadn't even really began racing uh, or any of his Is events. Is he the hot dude with the tat? Who yeah. Won? yeah, yeah. That was and sick. I alluded to him saying that he hadn't done well yet, and then he walks with five golds. Couldn't yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. It's a lot of it, gold, it was man. bad. It was very bad. So can I say, can I'll I, own that. Let me say this. Uh, I, I could use less brand activations uh, in the um, post, post-race where they bring him over, interview him, and they're like, hey, check out – Hey, look, your family's right here. Hop on the Microsoft, whatever, <laughs> Microsoft Surface. Uh, then they're like, I, I can't even hear them. Like, and the, 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 the quality's, the quality's yeah. trash. I get that they're in a, on a different continent. But come on. <laughs> We've got the internet. We have the net. Like, 
We're surf. I'm surfing the web pages right now. I have been a little bit confused by online. about true. F- five days into the Olympics. All of a sudden, we heard about this like Orlando-based watch party for all of the athletes' families that were invited. Hmm. Like, okay, where was this HD camera the first few days, and why was nobody there? And why is it in Orlando? I guess I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't want to go too far into the gymnastics discussion. You don't? Um, I thought you had some takes. I, I want to save some time for those takes. But oh, okay. if you will, sorry, I think I just tickled Dylan's knee over here. You can tickle me a, anytime. Player. A new layout uh, situation. Tickle me, Dorno. I can touch you whenever I want. <laughs> tickle me, Dorno. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard you it. Like, like Elmo. It's, you should sick. use that one. Yeah, that's good. I, I know just you turned were, it up. Uh, the Bluetooth technology. Very cool. David, you, I'm trying to look up the text you sent me the other day when you were mentioning to me that uh, – you know, hey, I get it. Mental health's a big deal these days and all. Okay. But, like, if you commit to a team, like, commit to the team. You're putting this back on me. Is that what you were telling me? <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> don't think I had any of these takes. I think I was just watching the, the chaos. And, <sighs> the, and I was watching all the people. This isn't like – I'm not patting myself on the back. But, like, all the people I thought would have the, the wrong take in the worst way possible, they didn't disappoint. <laughs> the, the bad takes were there. And they knew what they were doing, and they were getting quote tweeted. People looking for clout, dunking on them. I'm like, you're just feeding the beast. Mm-hmm. You're feeding the troll. Yeah. But it looks think... like it looks like she's back. Yeah. She, she's competing uh, tomorrow. So Simone tomorrow Biles tonight. notably opted out of the team event in gymnastics. I mean, this is a week old story. People probably know it. But she also opted out of a couple other individual events, including vault and the balance or uneven bars. She is doing beam. But she's going to do the beam event tonight, tomorrow, or whatever, when it's shown here. Um, I am very, very, I don't know. It's weird to feel proud. And I don't know if it's like a nationalistic proud or cultural proud or really a generational thing where you're like, all of a sudden, this very personal, very individual decision is forefront of every single you know, uh, front page around the world by somebody doing something that should really be kind of common. Like, Hey, I'm in a mental position in which I physically could injure myself in a terrible way. I do not feel confident competing and either further harming my team and or myself. I need to take a step back. That She's got the pretty twisties. Basic. That is, they need to fix that. That's name. what they call it. They need to fix that name. What do you mean? It just I, sounds too. It is. It's, it sounds very, it sounds like know. a ride at a carnival. Not just that, but gymnastics in particular is a sport, I think, where you have to be men- like more mentally sharp than maybe any other one. The slightest misstep. I mean, it's something you train for for mm. four years. Hard or- disagree. Have you ever thrown a javelin while really high? <laughs> I threw a javelina once. I'm trying to make okay. a point. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> the mental sharpness required to do a, a gymnastics routine and like not fuck up. All the technical things acrobatic wild ass things they have to do it's so damn impressive i mean think about it and you get like you get you train for all these years and you get one shot to get it right and like think about the pressure that goes into that shit your arms are heavy i was watching suny lee is that her name palms are sweaty Mm -hmm. suny lee do a uh the uneven bars last night actually and she didn't have a great performance but i was like got the bronze the the fucking yeah but she she should have won. I mean, she, I learned the gold. she won the gold all around, as, as you yeah. mentioned. So. I and learned that on insane. the uneven bars, they I'm pretty sure they no longer get to adjust them. So, like, if you're taller. There was a five foot nine girl that was. That, oh, yeah, you want to even them up? 
No, I want the no, no, they're not uneven, that. I want them like a like if you're taller, like you're more likely to yeah, you're right. clip your feet or whatever. You have to. Yeah, you gotta. There's that one young lady. I don't know where she was from. Uh, Belgium. Belgium. I love Belgium. Uh, she was. She was fucking. She was good, man. That's all I got on it. Well, on that note, what does that mean? I don't mean. No, to. she was very tall. The taller. It's good. a different style. Yes. The taller type. I don't. You gotta, you gotta, I'm trying to. You gotta bend those knees when you when you swing down and shit. Well, okay. There's I don't want to cut off Dave's uh, hey, salient do. point on Belgian gymnasts. I'm just out here name dropping. But that. shout out to Michaela Skinner. To make up for my ignorance on some Olympic events, I figured it would be wise if we brought in, like, I don't know, an authentic source of knowledge when it came to Olympic uh, type events. Um, like track, maybe, especially. Track and field, which began this weekend. So to save us all from. Wait a minute. Are you, are you saying it's time ready. to hit the dip line? It is time to hit the dip line. It's time to hit there the dip go. line. Thank you. To save us all from my ignorant Olympic takes, we have brought on one Bradley James from Wash Media's own internet party. Brad, can you hear us? Oh, hold, please. You've got me on speakerphone. We can't hear you. One second. There we go. Now you can hear Hi, us. Hi, Brad. Hey, what's going on? How we doing? We're doing great. Look at that. You, Brad, I wish you could see the graphic that we have up on our monitor right now of you. It's a, it's a certified FitPick combined with the Internet Party logo. Wow. I, I need to get my hands on that. Took a lot of graphic design work to get Pretty this. sure it comes straight from your Instagram feed. So yeah, you, you probably you seen the photo. Your, your hands are all over. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> well, Brad, I definitely uh, – I'm glad you took time out of your busy day to hop on with us. Um before we go too far, do we want to take any moments of silence for your pod partner and compatriot, mm. one John Duda, who is uh, on the IL right now? I don't think you need the moment of silence. Um, <laughs> just, a, just, a, just a shout out to him. He's, uh, he's still rocking with us. He pulled up to the pool this weekend, um, okay. pulled up in a wheelchair. So he's doing, he's doing better. But uh, yeah, no, shout out to him. Um, obviously wishing him a speedy recovery. Lord carry him now. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. We'll have him on <laughs> next week for the Paralympics. How about that? We'll balance it out that way. <laughs> Don't do my boy like that. Is he still rocking the mullet? <laughs> Come on. Brad, is he still rocking um, the mullet? Yeah, he's still rocking the mullet. The mullet is honestly a bigger hazard than the, the wheelchair, to be honest. But <laughs> he pulls it off well. It looks strangely good. No, he, he, he looks great. If you would have told me uh, mullet before he got it, I would have had doubts of seeing him in it. He, he makes it work. He pulls it off. So for those out there who are unfamiliar with Brad's work on Internet Party or anything about your background, they may know John Duda because he's had some ties into some of the other Wash Media guys' work in the past. But help me understand, I guess, how you and John know, knew each other. Where where'd that come from before the podcast? And then I want to dive into your Olympic or Olympic athletic background so we can talk Olympics. Yeah, absolutely. So me and Duda go way back. I met him in middle school. Um, oh, I moved back. to Michigan. Yeah, so I met him in eighth grade. We went to high school together. Um, he went to Michigan State. I went to University of Michigan. Very close schools, very big rivalry. Um, I was running track while I was there. I was actually a high jumper. But we ended up just, you know, going back and forth, seeing each other all through college, visiting each other. So got way tighter from there. I moved to Chicago. It continued. And we always wanted to start something together and, and kind of be able to you know, create a platform for us to, to talk our shit and internet parties seem like the perfect concept. Um, and with his background, working with uh, the Wash guys and, and his blogs, a lot of people know his uh, his writing. It just it seemed like the perfect fit. 
Well, allow me to be the first to pre-congratulate you on 100 episodes coming up here soon. And uh, Oh, man, I appreciate it. David would also like to th- tell you thank you for introducing him to our, uh, I guess it would be, uh, what do you say when you bring people in the Hall of Fame? Uh, inducting, inducting him into the, the crank inducting. corner last week. Did I make it? it ha- yeah, you did. I, it had to be done, man. Uh, you, you dropped some heat on the TL. It, it came up on the pod, and then it, you had to be brought in. I apologize if that makes you uncomfortable, That's but it was out of my hands. No, no, no. <laughs> no knowing, knowing the two of you, it's honestly an honor. Like, I, I'm I kind of wish I was prepared for this moment. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll do. A, I might do a, a whole separate like party pod just to talk about it. <laughs> well, I, I definitely want to know more about y'all's Michigan, uh, you know, upright, uprooting, upbringing, and which one of you bought the boat to uh, take Gretchen Whitmer out on last year. But uh, instead of focusing on that story, let's let's talk a little about. Uh, you ran track and field, played track and field. What do you call it? You participate in track and field. What did you do, and uh, to what extent did you compete? Yeah, so I was—I um, would say I was on the track team. I was a high jumper, so I didn't exactly run um, yeah. in college. I, I hurdled and did a bunch of other stuff in, in, in high school. I remember on my recruiting visit, I told the coaches, I was like, hey, I hurdled too if you guys would be interested. And they were like, no, we saw your time. Um, <laughs> we, we'd like you to high jump. We'd like you to focus on that. So I was like, all right, fair enough. Um, but no, so I was a high jumper there. Um, I, I took a red shirt, so I, I was there for five years. Super senior. I actually won the Big Ten my fifth year, so I'm glad I stuck around for that. No um, So yeah, yeah. No, it was it was cool. So I did not compete to the extent of going to the Olympics. I uh, I happily retired after college, but that's uh, that's kind of the the peak of my athletic career right there. What's your PR high jump? I jumped about seven feet two inches. Very cool. What's your PR, Dylan? You know, I haven't tested it, but I'm probably somewhere around like six, six and a half, seven. I yeah, I was flirting with six last time I was uh, <laughs> jumping. It's been a minute, but. I'm fairly sure my high jump career ended in seventh grade, and I like high jumped over the bar and over the corner of the mat and had my first of like many concussions in my life. So oh, no. That was not That's a, like my nightmare. Not man. a good day. <laughs> All about angles. Anyways, not about me here. Uh, as you're watching the Olympics and track and field, you know, comes up yeah, uh, on the schedule, do you have friends colleagues that are you know about to compete like what's it like for you watching the olympics as somebody who's performed at this level man it's incredible so it's a it's a combination of a lot of feelings it's like excitement for them um you know i'm definitely proud for a lot of my friends because a lot of these guys i uh, or women as well i, I trained with them I, I saw them come up um so to, to know how much it means to them to make it it's a it's a huge moment of pride um so it also, I mean, also just feels cool, right? When you're watching and, you know, the moment you see somebody like, oh, I know that person, mm-hmm. but it's like that to the nth degree, right? So a lot of my former teammates, um, I, there's probably going to miss some names, but Nathan Furlick um, ran the, the steeplechase. He, I think he finished in the top 20. Um, Tiffany and Cindy O'Feely both were uh, hurdlers. They ran at Michigan. Um, they ran the 100-meter hurdles. Uh, Stephen Bastien. We were not on the team at the same time, but he's a decathlete. He's competing. Um, and it's just, I'm, I'm missing names. I, I, I know for sure, but there's a lot of people um, I know who qualified. It's just really dope to watch them compete. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of the dream, right? We, yeah. When you're a track and field athlete, the Olympics is like the peak. And there's worlds and everything, but that every four years, the Olympics, that's where legends are made, so to speak. So, no, it, it's really cool to watch those guys compete. Um, it, it's a dope feeling. I assume you took in some of the events this weekend. Anything stand out to you aside from, you know, uh, headline readers like us 
We'll see nothing but Jamaican women sweep the 100. Raven yep. Saunders is just as great as she absolutely is. You know, we'll get just. We also got to talk high things. jump, of course. A and very then the high cool jump. story. Yeah. Uh, cool story from the men's high jump. I'll let you talk about it. But the, the decision there, too, well, they could have they could have broken a tie, decided not to. Yeah. So the men's high jump was, was definitely interesting. Um, and I've seen a lot of kind of mixed reviews and mixed feedback on that. But so the the two guys, um, the Italian, um, Timberi, and uh, I don't know, he's from Qatar. I'm not sure how you pronounce what you say for someone who's from Qatar, but his I name is uh, Mutat. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say for that, so I don't want to misspeak. But um, Mutaz Etzebarchim. So Mutaz Barchim is a guy I've actually been following since I was competing. He was a pro when I was in college still, um, but he was like 18 or 19 years old. The dude is a prodigy, right? He, he looks like he's floating. So he was my pick to win the gold. Um, but what happened basically is they went clean through 2.37 meters, which is about 7 feet 9 inches. Um, they go to the next height which was, I think, 7'10 and some change, and neither one of them clear that, right? So it's a dead tie. Usually in high jump, it, it gets very narrow as far as who wins. Um, it comes down to misses. When I won the Big Ten, I jumped clear the same height as two other guys, but I did it earlier. I did it on my second jump. They did it on their third. Nobody cleared the next height. I win on misses, right? So that's usually how high jump shakes out when it gets tight. They didn't have that delineation for this competition, and usually you go into what you call a jump off, and I know this is very boring because most people don't care about high jump, but basically they could have just went and continued the competition, basically extra time, and they decided just to end in a draw. Didn't know you could do that. I'll be completely honest. Everything I know about high jump, I did not know that was an option, but it's dope. These two are actually really good friends in real life, so they, they didn't have to compete. They both get to be champions. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that rule gets revisited, to be completely honest, but I thought it was a pretty interesting end. I, I liked it. Yeah, I was wondering, like, uh, at some point, do you then have to worry about you know, uh, teammates gaming the system or wanting to split a medal if they have that opportunity. Obviously, it's not that you know frequent that you'll have two, I would imagine, in the Olympics, but still, still a cool story. Is, is there no silver medalist in a situation like that? It goes straight to bronze from there? How does that work? Exactly, yep. So two okay. golds and a, and a bronze. Gotcha. Which the, um, the guy from Belarus um, who took bronze, it would have been a bronze for him regardless. It, w- so it, it was a... His- yeah, sorry, I cut you off. It was a, a feel-good story. I mean, if you haven't seen the video of these two, like, working it out, it, it's a must-watch. It'll, it'll, it'll put a smile on your face. Very cool. Very cool situation yeah. there. Yeah, I definitely agree there. Any finals um, or uh, track finals, I guess, that, that we should keep an eye out on or stories for – I know some of the men's events will wrap up this week. Yeah, I think um, – the finals, I think I, the 4x4, four 4x1, four, four the relays are always going to be interesting to see how um, those shake out. I think the women's um, the women's 1500, I'm keeping an eye on. There's a runner from the Netherlands, um, and I'm blanking on her name, so forgive me for that. But she's an absolute legend. She actually, um, this is one I'm not sure how many headlines it made. In her qualifier, in the final lap um, of the 1500-meter race, she fell. And so somebody fell in front of her, tripped her up. She gets up chases down everyone in the in the heat and ends up winning the heat in like 300 meters just find the new gear and it's one of the most impressive things i've seen um in my track like career ever it was it was insane i'm not sure if it's getting enough play i'm seeing that now safan hassan yes yes thank you so much for that um so yeah that was extremely impressive but no as far as the exact um narrative to keep your eye on i think it's usually it's the standard events right um that that you know of the four by one the four by four 
when we get into those finals, those uh, stories will start to un, un, you know, reveal themselves. And I think we've seen a lot of the, the great battles already, right? That women's 100, mm-hmm. obviously, um, was incredible. But I, I'm a... I'm a track nerd, so I really am watching all of it pretty closely. I'm excited to see how it, how it all plays out. Well, uh, Brad, I can't thank you enough for your time to uh, make sure that this doesn't go off flawlessly. I'm going to give you the opportunity to uh, – you want to speak on either Simone Biles or Shakari Richardson's tweet after uh, <laughs> the 100 race. <laughs> um, Which one of those grenades would you prefer to handle? <laughs> Listen, I actually, I spoke somewhat on Simone Biles yep. on the last episode of Internet Party, uh, shameless plug. Listen, I think um, that's a tough issue, and I'm glad to see that she's going to continue competing. Um, I think, you know, I understand the, the level of criticism some folks have if, if it's perceived as her backing out, but it's really not. It was, a, it was a matter of safety, right? And when you watch those women compete and the number of flips and turns, basically she wasn't able to place herself in the air. So is she going to go out and risk her life so that, the people who only watch gymnastics once every four years get to say they saw Simone Biles. Like she doesn't know what's anything. I'm sorry. That's kind of my take on that. I'm glad she's putting herself first. Um, And I'm I'm excited that she's going to be able to continue competing now. That's all I got. Nailed it. That's all I got. Brad, I got one question for you. And I know it's a, I know it's a completely different event, but I'm wondering if your time doing track and field, did you ever pick up the pole and try to pole vault? Because (laughs) Pole vaulting blows my mind, and I don't I, – we didn't – when I was doing track and field or, you know, football, whatever, off-season, seventh and eighth grade, like, no one was doing that. And I wonder how you even get into that because it just looks – it looks so difficult and precise and feel like you would get very injured trying to learn the sport, and I'm curious if you've ever done it. Oh, so mid, the pole vault is insane. Um, and so some of my – couple of my roommates were pole vaulters. I mean, all the time at practice, I would grab a, a pole and, and try and mess around and jump on one. Um <laughs> uh, you try, you try and take off with those, and you can you have to like completely invert yourself, bend the pole, and throw yourself like that far up in the air. I maintain this. I'll tell this to my friends to their face. You got to have at least a couple screws loose to be a serious pole vaulter. It's insane. Like people pass away from it at least a couple times a year still. Um, and with that said, that's an event to watch for sure. Mondo Duplantis <laughs> from LSU um, is an incredible pole vaulter. I think he's the current world record holder. Something to keep your eye on that final. I think it's tomorrow. But, yeah, pole vault, it scares the hell out of me, man. I don't know how people can do that. Okay. Well, that'll be our official pole vaulter of uh, Too Much Dip podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We will be watching. Brad, plug the socials in the pod. Yeah. Oh, dude, he usually does the pod socials. Um, Follow Internet Party, I-N-T-R-N-T-P-R-T-Y. I think I got that right. Um, So make sure – Make make sure you check us out. Um, appreciate you guys having me on, man. It was fun to chop it up with you. You the man, Brad. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. All right, thank y'all. Take care. Where's what Brad? A professional. Very cool. You people have been sleeping on Brad this whole time. <clears throat> that guy knows what he's talking. You're not about, talking man. to us, <laughs> man. How that we is, time. The, uh, we got. We're we good. Got we'll time. zoom okay. through okay. the next couple. Yeah. But I, the pole vault is. I swear, dude, it just always blows my mind. I know, like the gymnastics, that that's very difficult and stuff. But the pole, the, just the optics of mm-hmm. the pole vault, I'm like. Yeah, I don't know. 
I thought you were going to say they should make the pool deeper for uh, steeplechase. So, like, once you step on the little <laughs> bar and you jump in, like, you've got to survive the float afterwards. And I, I should be <laughs> applauded. You guys should be applauding me right now for not making a crank corner joke with the pole vaulting stuff. I bet a lot of y'all a lot of y'all at home thought I was going there, but I would not do Brad like that. I thought when Brad said jump on a pole, I thought you were going to lose I your think shit. He, I think he lost his shit a I little bit. He, yeah, I yeah, he caught him himself a little bit. If we anyone would here. be prepared for that reply, do you it's, not think it's the guy who spent I know, but like, over 100 hours recording with John Duda. With John I, want, Duda. I, want him to, I want him to feel like he's not going to necessarily get dudaed on every Wash Media pod. Okay, so, there we go. So to speak, if you will. Okay. <clears throat> not talking distance running. Um, You want to talk... Uh, F1. Yeah, let's use that as an interstitial. I don't want to have any Duda jokes and then talk. <laughs> talk what? I thought we were going to talk go busy. Work, busy after a Duda joke. Oh no no no. Oh uh, no. yeah, let's hit F1 quickly. I think uh, I think that's a good uh, segue there. Uh, I was so glad in a post meetup world to wake up to an F1 race. And uh, full disclosure, got up a little late and uh, turned it on late. Missed the missed the uh, all the yeah, drama. Missed same. the first lap. I got the last 10 minutes of it, so I missed all the drums. Uh, everybody's favorite, Botas, starting P2. Um, <laughs> I, but my Twitter feed is what turned me on to like turn, like put on F1, and mm-hmm. everybody was going off. It was a fun Twitter day for, for F1. And um, I guess he just went, went loco, went reckless, um, and took out. I mean, I don't know what he did to Verstappen's car. But apparently it was enough for uh, take him out of contention. Did he? He, uh, he I finished think, in the points, didn't he? Yeah. So I went back and watched um, the first lap, and, and then watched it with the recap, and it impacted Verstappen's car. But I don't think he damaged Verstappen's car. He certainly didn't uh, retire Verstappen, but it definitely put him back in the pack to like fifteenth or sixteenth in the restart. Verstappen, that is. Okay. Um, I believe they, they referred to his car at one point when I was watching late the race as like injured. Injured. Yeah, so his car wasn't performing at, at full full speed, but Excellent. still because well, he only finished I think tenth at the end. Yeah, yeah. One of my absolute favorite scenarios in uh, an F one race, and I am ground floor. I've been watching for about six <laughs> months. Is when uh, when one of the the top dogs, Verstappen or Hamilton, uh, gets way behind early on, and then you spend the next forty five minutes watching them just inch their way back in and yeah. passing. Like that to me is the most fun. Yeah, I got to watch Hamilton chase down a few guys. On yeah. the last like ten or so laps, that was fun. Carlos Sainz, I believe, made up a ton of ground in this race. I don't know where he where he started, but he ended up finishing what like fourth, I want to say, just outside the podium. Uh, and I might have that wrong. Whatever, you can go look at the results. Hamilton was third, but so I think that makes sense. Hamilton was third, yes. And then shout out to uh, Esteban Ocon, uh, drives for Alpine, was formerly Renault, who won his first race since 2015. But Sebastian Vettel, that story is one of those things that I hate when this kind of thing happens in NASCAR. And I know that it's a big deal to everyone who gets what's going on. Um, But it sounds like there'll be an appeal. Go figure. Uh, Apparently, Sebastian Vettel, who finished second, was disqualified after the race, after the podium, because his car during post-race testing did not have the requisite amount of fuel in it for fuel testing. You needed 300 milliliters. Apparently, there were some in there, but not enough left afterwards. I don't know. Um, Alpine, his racing team, are appealing on the grounds that the fuel was in there. It just wasn't in the fuel tank. So, obviously, your fuel can go fuel down line. line and engine, it's, wherever. So, they're saying that collectively there was enough, but it all wasn't in the place it was measured. You I didn't know this rule was in place. Is this rule to – you said it has to have enough so they can test it? So, they, so to they, make sure they withdrew not... a certain amount, but apparently there has to be enough even after that test is done. 
I, I, I'm, that part is what I'm. Is it I'm to make sure on. they don't have like booming loud in there or something? Like some uh, little EPO and yes. in the gassy. Cole Campbell's just nos. creeping through the the pits. They got Cole dropping. in there just fucking hitting it. <laughs> Can we get Cole with some uh, with a white flag just calling a drag race <laughs> 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 or, or a green flag? I guess it would be. Oh man. So yeah, a little bit of drama afterwards, but uh, nothing as dramatic as like the last week and a half of fucking Red Bull's existence. Obviously, Botas wrecking. Um, Perez to start this race and impacting Verstappen's uh, run is just going to lead to more online chirping. But I assume y'all at least saw the headline that fucking Red Bull went through the lengths of recreating Hamilton's lap uh, from the Great Britain uh, GP to basically sit, like try to win their appeal uh, of saying Hamilton should have a stiffer pen- penalty than what uh, F1 gave him. Like they went all out, spent a ton of money and a ton of time did it work? No. That's so petty. <laughs> and then Verstappen, by the end, by this week's uh, press conferences, was just tired of hearing about it. He's like, enough of these questions. I just want to race. I want to race hard. It question. happens. Question. Is, um, is Mercedes universally hated um, because they're Mercedes or I get the evil empire they've been dominating? Uh, do people just not like Hamilton because they were booing Hamilton when he was being interviewed after? And I was like... Okay, like I'm new to it. I I like Hamilton. I understand he doesn't have like a ton of personality, but he seems like a good dude, and he's the goat. So I'm gonna bandwagon. Verstappen, I believe, is Hungarian, or oh. the rest of their like. I know that it was a home race for Red Bull in the recaps that I read. I know, I've, you know, uh, Perez is not from there, but maybe Christian, the other guy, I, I like the equivalent to Toto, um, Belgian Dutch. Belgian Dutch. So, yeah, whatever he said. I don't know. Max Verstappen, that is. It was their home. Uh, home of the gymnast. Whatever, GP, is what I understood. On top of that, there was a lot of a lot of flack that um, Hamilton got saying that he, like, over-celebrated the, the, grand, the Great Britain win. Even though he's from there, people were saying he was acting like he just won the whole championship after that huh. uh, race. So, I don't know. I think that he's won enough to where he's hated. I think that um, – um, what is Toto's name? Wolf. Wolf. Total. Total wolf. Total wolf. Uh, he was apologetic, <laughs> and so was Botas. Like they both apologized after this. Like so, I think it's a little contrary to where how they've approached it in the past in terms of just being dicks. Um, but I don't think anybody thinks ill of Botas, and he certainly wouldn't have executed a hit like this if he was directed to. Because we all know he's not about that shit. That's a great point. So okay, there's your F1 talk. Good that was stuff. good. Hey, before we jump into NBA, can we talk about our Fantastic friends at Vizzy, Dylan. Do you care? Do you mind? Can I talk about Vizzy one time? I'm begging for you to talk about Vizzy. I love summer. I like patio season. I like going to meetups and, and hanging outside and just drinking Vizzy's. It's the only hard seltzer the that amount, I will do, dabble with. The amount of Vizzy flowing at our meetup was a sight to behold. We, clean, we literally cleaned them out. We did. Can I it say was Vizzy season. One thing, I'm, I'm not upset that I was not there to celebrate with the two of you the physical debut of Too Much Dip at a meetup. I am distraught over the lack of Vizzy uh, that was involved in my Saturday until I got back yesterday and got home to my home supply. You changed wow. that. With bold and delicious dual fruit flavors, real watermelon juice, antioxidant vitamin C, Vizzy makes your seltzer, seltzer choice a little bit easier and it's a lot tastier. Um, can I interest you in some acerola? It's a super fruit, super fruity. Yeah, I would never turn down acerola, David. I know. 
it's a super fruit, super fruity. That's correct. It never hurts to add some vitamins and antioxidants into the mix. With Vizzy Watermelon, you can enjoy refreshment now with the vitamin C, the antioxidant vitamin C, and at 5% ABV, 100 cows, one gram of real cane sugar per can every sip of Vizzy. It's more exhilarating. Upgrade your hard seltzer. Find out where you can purchase Vizzy. Go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. Check it out. Get updates on, oh, also, yeah, you can subscribe. Go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe to get an update on, like, flavor drops. We've been doing the lemonades. I celebrate all of the lemonades. A watermelon four-pack is Peach. hot on my list. The kiwi watermelon, I'm, I will promise you by the end of this week. Must be 21 or older. It. Enjoy responsibly. Love it. Uh, is it time to party already? Uh, it's we've not. Got no, no, back. no, we got yeah. We're gonna we're gonna jump back real quick right. and do a little NBA. We'll step back. I love jumping. Just kind of little, you know, season's over. Just kind of keeping our eyes on it, looking for Woj bombs. Notice you have your Slovenia <laughs> jersey on today. I do, and jersey. I should be applauded for not bringing that up in in commandeering the Olympic segment. And I didn't because Olympia or Slovenia is in the uh, semifinals, uh, quarterfinals, first round of the elimination round. I assume it's quarterfinals. So Luca sixteen and zero. Espana. Spain. Luke is pretty good. 8 p.m. Central Time. We'll get to see him at a normal time tonight. Oh, that's very exciting. Uh, well, actually, you'll be in Fantasy Suites or no, something. I won't. So. <laughs> we'll record it. Slovenia takes precedent today. And then U.S. and uh, somebody at 11 o'clock. Is it Italy? No. No. It Italy? is not. I will tell you whenever we start talking about the rest of the stuff that's on here. Russ is a Laker. Russ to the Lakers. How about that? For Montrez Harrell. Uh, Kuzma, KCP is who again? Uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, most you. notable for playing in the 2018 or 19 season with an ankle monitor. He's actually a very good basketball player, but it's true. He was on house arrest and had to play with an ankle monitor during an How NBA How did I not game. know that? USA plays Spain, exactly. by the and way. Slovenia plays Germany. There you go. Sorry. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Slovenia, Germany. Got the Dirk Luka Dirk angle. Luka. We won't wear that into that. the ground on Twitter, I promise. Um, but, yeah. NBA offseason, I feel like you're in, you're outs. One of the more exciting, like definitely more, most Twitter-friendly offseasons. Uh, Brett is making a big case, along with Pete Blackburn, for NHL offseason being like by-the-minute noteworthy. Like trade melt has opened my eyes to like how much people are involved with the NHL offseason. They but, just melt on, on trade, trade <laughs> topics. It's wild. But woes bombs and shams on Twitter going back and forth on sources and breaking is just the best. What happened with Montrez Harrell and the Lakers this year? Like, what? I thought that was going to be a great acquisition. He killed the Mavs uh, the year before in the playoffs on the Clippers. And, like, I, I couldn't believe he wasn't a fit. I don't know if there was, like, an underlying injury there that I'm just not remembering. But I don't think he could carry the weight of AD being injured now. Like, he wasn't brought in sure. to be their, like, primary big. He was brought in, I think, to be – they're Jake Crowder with a little bit more paint presence. Mm -hmm. And with AD injured, it was exposing how bad Mark Gasol was for that team. And Montrezl Harrell was left trying to pull the slack. And I don't think he's fit for a team that's not grimy and gritty. Like, And LeBron's amazing, incredible, best of all time, all those things. But I also don't think he's the persona of a team like the Clippers, where Harrell, I feel like, thrived. Uh, bro, uh, do you want to have a GOAT debate? <laughs> Yes, over a glass of wine with LeBron, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so Chris Paul declines his option in yes. Phoenix for $44 million. Going to resign. Is he going to be a Laker? Or is he going no. To no. He's going to resign a better deal for the team, probably. 
Same with Kawhi. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. Look, don't tag me in Mavs rumors. I don't want to see it. No one's coming to Dallas. It's not happening. Kawhi's not coming to Dallas. Kawhi's staying in, in L.A. He's staying in L.A. for a number of reasons. Yeah. He does not want to come to Dallas. It won't happen. It never happens. Uh, we don't get anybody. And um, you know what? This is just our life. We are just going to have to rely on Luka. Maybe that's why I'm more aware of the NBA offseason year in, year out, because nothing is more painful than being the team or in the market where, like, everything's a possibility, and you hear all of that talk. That's got to be fun. And then nothing happens, so you hear all of the regret talk. It's never like, <sighs> we got our guy, this guy's coming, and then like everyone settles in, and you start talking about next year. We're going to end up with Schroeder or something. Oh, my no, God. If you're a fan of like the Lakers or the God. Yankees, the team that's always – Willing to spend or go out, and you're like an attractive, you know, attractive option. That's gonna be as fun as a fan, you know. The it Rangers is. were there for a little bit, like when they were just looking for one more arm. When they got Cliff Lee, or they got uh, oh, that was a fun right day. after uh, they. I mean, they got you Darvish, and then Cliff Lee, and then there's another pitcher who was just gone last year. Um, where it was just one big name each year. They're gonna go after. They're gonna get them. The the thing about the Mavs that makes it frustrating is they have the aggressive front office. They just don't. They've never been able to land the guy. They've they spent, got the money. They blew up their t their championship team to to go after Dwight Howard, save cap space, and I mean it looks like a great move not ending up with Dwight Howard now, but it's like they completely overextended themselves and uh, just to keep that position available. But whatever, it's fine. I would love to have DeRozan on the Mavs, but that's probably not going to happen. I guess the rumor, the hot rumor is he wants to go to L.A. Which, okay, of course, dude, go off, have fun, do it. Um, you would have DeRozan, Westbrook, AD, LeBron, and I don't know. I'm blanking on the other. Uh, Westbrook. You say Westbrook? Yeah. DeRozan, Westbrook, LeBron, AD, and I don't know who their third. I had to tip my tongue, but I, I'm, an, I'm not sure. It's an insane lineup. Um, it's still seeing the name or seeing the number 44 million next to the word declines <laughs> for a 36-year-old player is just mind-blowing. But the way the NBA contracts work – and like how their contract slots and salary slots work, it's so outside of my realm of knowledge. When you talk about bird rights and having to like renounce your free agents and how to open up money, friend of the show, Jake Kemp, um, you can hear him middays on the ticket. He is absolutely the smartest human being in the world when it comes to, well, not smartest, but he knows his shit when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I just wait until he says something's going to happen. And, you know, most likely, yeah, I believe in that. John Collins was like the most likely player tied to the Mavericks for a little bit. Uh, forward for the Hawks, but it, it looks like he's re-signing. So, fun yeah, time. It's fine. 5 p.m., I believe, is beginning of free agency, and then you have that stupid one-day dead period where talks can happen, contracts can't be signed for 36 hours. Do they have it like this to, like, extend the uh, amount of buzz that's on the Twitter? Like, they, they draw it out a little bit? Probably a yes, but I think it's to eliminate tampering. You're going to, like, if you move to the deadline up, you're just moving the talks back. So they're saying we're creating a sanctified time for talks so that there is no tampering. We all know that's bullshit. Okay. Uh, Duncan Robinson, if Kyle Lowry goes to Miami, that's a name to watch out for. That's a three-pointer. Uh, that's a bucket. But, you know. What? <laughs> there are some demographic things. Like uh, what exactly, though? That <laughs> might be said if he ended up with the Mavericks. <laughs> You're imagining Luca, Porzingis, Maxi, Duncan, um, somebody else, Jason Mobon. Kidd on the sideline, Jay Kidd, Jay Kidd, most, most definitely. Uh, it just wouldn't be good. Okay, the, the Mavericks don't need. Wait, the Mavericks could use talented players regardless of their ethnicity. How agree, about that? hard agree. Do you agree that it's time to party? 
Because uh, you don't have, you look like a guy who partied a little hard on Saturday and doesn't want to party on Monday. But I'm here to party. Are you kidding me? These two ready to hit, party hit the beat. Balls Drop off. the beat, dog. We're partying. Ooh, this is gonna feeling, hit different with a subwoofer. Flirty. This is a flirty party. When we get that rock for Fosgate in here, it's gonna go hard. <laughs> we didn't even get to Quinn Ewers. We talked about him a little bit last week on our uh, very special but live stream. It's, it's All confirmed SEC. as of this morning, I believe. Quinn Ewers skipping senior year of high school. You don't know the name Quinn Ewers. He was, a, I believe, originally a Texas commit. He was. Decommitted to go to Ohio State. He's from South Lake Carroll, home of the Dragons, a noted powerhouse. He's tied for the second highest rated high school prospect of all time since they started doing this, this sort of thing. Right behind Vince Young, Hook'em Horns. So he's skipping so he's, out. He's going to get that money. He's going to get the bag. He's going to enrolling at Ohio State early. It'll be eligible to play this year, I think. No, red shirt, right? No, no, no. January, January he would be eligible, I believe. Because he has one, you sure? I believe he has one class left. But maybe I, maybe I'm uh, reading the wrong thing. So I let me think see. He's eligible to play for Buckeyes. I'm reading That's this the headline here. I saw. Could have been wrong. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're yeah, yeah. Listen to this guy. There it is. He's the rivals guy. He will. Wow. Yeah. He's gonna. I guess I, I was misinformed. I was previously told that he had one, essentially one what course is, credit left, and uh, I that guess does their not depth chart is wide open, huh? Uh, they were looking to replace Justin Fields. Yeah. Um, CJ Stroud, seemingly the front runner. This is off the top of my head, by the way. Uh, also competing with Jack Miller and Kyle McCourt. Oh, Kyle. Kyle McCourt. Forgot about him. Mm. It's pretty good knowledge. With, we're rocking with Kyle. Yep. Well, he's rocking with us. So yeah, we have no choice. Uh, I'm, I'm really interested to see how this shakes out. That is absurd. Uh, mm-hmm. let's, ooh, we could tie this in with uh, Sam Ellinger. Yeah. Carson Wentz out for up to three months. That's like mid C. That's like what? Week five, week six? That's what it says here. Something like that. Okay. The, the range on his the foot injury, show. his surgery, foot injury uh, rehab was like anywhere from four weeks to 12 weeks. So, of well, course, I put the 12 weeks part. That's a dude who did not need a setback like this to happen. He to got him. the that bag already. Need, that dude needed to get his confidence up, and, and this is not the way to do it. He's in the right market to be you know, down bad, though. Like He's I not going to get shit him. on as much as he was in Philly. Like If this had happened going into the season for Philly, and they oh, were they like— would, they, would just, they would burn his house down probably. Eesh. Jeez. If anyone ever knew That's what their coach's though. name was, then he would probably show up and cut the guy. <laughs> Randy can help us with that. Uh, hey, CONCACAF, United States men's team. Very sick. Men's team, they won the Gold Cup That's last awesome. night. I was watching. Nobody else in the Too Much Dip chat wanted to engage with me. So Will went to but a was game. Like, Wait, was the Gold Cup championship here, or did they go It was elsewhere? in Vegas. Oh. So they yeah. went from here to Vegas. Yeah. Kind of, I guess, okay. I mean, bounce around, make who money. Who did they Goes the economy. Do we know who who would they play last in the night? Finals? Yeah, Mexico. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought that's what Will saw. No, no, no. Will saw, I believe, Jamaica. Another team. Okay. Other teams, yes. Oh, shout out to them. I mean, uh, it's not World Cup for sure. It's not the Olympics even. Pretty but. good. Alexi Lawless was uh, quite emotional. Not not enough to get me emotional, but I was happy. I was watching. It was a good goal. Uh, Hall of Fame game this week. That still blows my mind. I don't even believe it, but I know it's on here, so it has to be true. Yes. Hey, you can't get here fast enough. Or Steelers, enough. Cowboys, Thursday night football. Who's going to be – who's taking snaps? For who? Gilbert and – not, not Big Ben. Hey, what's up with Dak's shoulder, by the way? Maybe Haskins. Uh, sounds like it's a muscle. He'll be fine. Yeah, right. I think it's cover fire for his ankle uh, was hurting again, but they've already told too many people he's 100% from that. Well, you did see that when they did the birthday cake thing, 
Dak got it and was going to throw some with his, <laughs> with his right hand. And he stopped himself, and then he did it with the left. So, oh, I don't know. got people talking, huh? People were talking. Yeah. I did uh, one other sports party thing that people will not care about. Uh, I did my first fantasy football draft of this season. <gasps> and I can tell you that I am already exhausted with, like, the season-long fantasy football drafts. So, that's my point. You're already out. We haven't even had the Hall of Fame game, and you're out on fantasy. I don't have the attention span on, like, a years-long uh, ordeal. I respect you for, for Wake me when way. the season's back, and I'll do like a week-to-week thing. How about that? Love it. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anytime I look at run it back, and I, I oh, first you, scan for you my name. look at it. And unfortunately here, I thought I saw my name, and I'm glad I did. <laughs> All right, it's time to run it back. The segment during which we talked about what we already talked about. Let's kick it off. We are all big Kachina guys, and Dylan is surprisingly knowledgeable about it. I still, I, I still don't know. <laughs> Brett hates girl bosses winning. The hell? You heard it here yeah. first. You see that he wasn't around for the Simone Biles talk. The Pagulas are launching a satirical fossil fuel website called Total Frack Move. Okay. Dave is lost in the barbecue sauce with his wild-ass tortilla over bread take. Still not really sure what happened there. Dave and Don Mattingly, noted mustache guys. Toot for the brand. Welcome to Crank Corner, David Ruff. That's Way how we're go. ending it. Way to go. That's how we're ending it. That's well, how we're ending before it. Before we're ending it, I do want to restate our thanks and uh, appreciation for one Brad James from yes. the Internet Party. Absolute nails. He, he, he sort of crushed that that seggy. Because um, he's a professional broadcaster. That's well, yeah, and it's well, like right. his side hustle. And he's a high jumper. Very good. Like with a, with a perfect marriage. Jumps higher than you. Probably. I'm not, it, no one's confirmed that ever, but it's it's probably true. Oh, I cannot wait till he throws down on you. Oh, dude, come on. Just another guy is just going <laughs> to I want to take a charge. You, okay. I'm going to call foul. So now what? Now what are you going to do? Um, all right. We'll see you next week. Get, uh, we're going to have to do an emergency uh, Hall of Fame game pod. I don't think so. Pod stream. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson's <laughs> going to just go complete flames on Jerry on his speech. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm you excited that, for that. You see that Jerry Jones, that is, called the uh, Tampa Bay – Dallas game, uh, a David versus Goliath matchup. This guy, world's greatest promoter, of um, all like uh, of all time. Of course, referring to uh, the Cowboys as the David in that scenario. NFL kickoff game. If we're going to start recognizing ourselves as the underdog team that no one that should not win, like I'm fine with that. It's better than us going in overconfident, classic Cowboys. Yeah, that would be a good plot twist. Anyway, a fun episode, gentlemen. Enjoyed Great work. It. See everybody next week. Bye bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.